What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Jeff Needs Sports, a product of the Off the Ball Network. We got a great show for you tonight. We are doing the NFL quarter season report. And yes, I know they play 17 games now. I'm not going to divide. I'm not. We're not going to. We're not going to wait for the first quarter of the next game and and then do it. So we're going to do the quarter season report now. With me tonight, I got one of my old friends. Uh, this guy, I think we've done two or three shows together so far, a, a great football mind and a great podcaster, and we're going to get into his podcast future You know, when we get going here. It's Dan Felton, a.k.a. Disinformed Dan. Dan, how are you? I'm good, Jeff. Thanks for having me back. A great football mind is is a title. I think I might, I might put that in my Twitter bio uh, immediately, so uh, I appreciate you having me back. Yeah, you have my full confidence, man. Um, anybody that watches <laughs> any of the, the big four-letter networks every week knows that it... Uh, we're we're way we're above and beyond what it takes to be a great football mind at this point. Um, we're not going to sit here and argue for three hours about why Tim Tebow yeah. should be a starting tight end. Like we're past that. Yeah. So so Dan, we're here to talk football. We're here to recap the you know the, the everybody's played four games in the NFL, which is what makes it easy to do this because we're going to start having bye week soon. It's going to get it's going to get a little mm-hmm. muffled. So, um, you know. We haven't we haven't done anything in a while. You know, you're ready. Come on, I thought this was perfect. But first, let's talk a little bit about what uh, Dan Felton's up to nowadays. You know, if I won't. I I'll let you take it away. I know you as formerly a sorted goods podcast, which is still uh, one of the best I listened to, one of the best research thought out written podcasts there was. But um, you you got some new things in the hopper right now. So let's talk about that just I, for a second. I do, I do, I appreciate it. And uh, you know, it, it, basically, I'm like a lot of people who do any sort of you know, content is stuff, which is that uh, sooner or later, you just decide you want to start changing things up. So uh, Sort of Goods is still out there. It's coming back in a couple of weeks, a bit of a different format, uh, less written and less scripted, as I, I told you earlier, um, just to sort of save me the energy of how much writing goes into each episode. So I'm trying something new in that regard. Uh, the show is still going to be sort of the the typical um, this sort of a collection of stories and and from the news and from from past and present, just things that I find interesting and that I hope other people find interesting too. Uh, there's a couple other podcasts that are in the work that I'm working on, and I still uh, co-host the comedy podcast uh, "Fucking A" that I do with my my old college roommate and one of my close friends, Matt. Which is great. Which is great. Yes, I appreciate that. It's <laughs> we we try our best. It's not exactly as intellectually stimulating as other things, but I you wouldn't know, say that. It's it's a balance, right? Sometimes you just got to have fun. Yes, exactly. And that's what we're here to do tonight, man. So, of course, you know, I'm in on anything you do. Um, you know, I, I like fucking A. And Sorted Goods was is great. I mean, it, matter of fact, right behind me. I, oh. I don't know if anybody catches up there. My, my man is always my man. I mean, along with there. the shirt, you got a whole lot going on today. I'm, yes. I'm flattered. So. Yes. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's a pleasure to have you on. It's a pleasure to catch up, and uh, we'll kind of get into this, man. It's uh, it's yeah. been a it's been a pretty good NFL season so far. Just overall, yeah. You know, with the with that weird preseason, the the three games, and it, I don't even know if you want to call it three preseason games because I don't think anybody played a, a even a quarter of a decent preseason game. So it was like yeah. no preseason coming in. I, I think. Especially the last two weeks, I think things are really starting to level out. How do you feel overall so far? 
Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I'm not. Uh, I mean, I always thought I'd I'd hate the the shortening of the preseason, and uh, I got to tell you, I mean, I really didn't notice any difference this year as a fan, uh, and I can't really say that I missed out on it. I uh, I think I'm not sure it's great for the sport to to reduce the preseason, but I mean, fandom wise, I don't know if it really made any difference. And and yeah, I expected it to be sloppier to start the year, but I don't feel like that's really been the case. I don't feel like. There's been a lot of games where I thought, geez, these guys look like they need to go back to pro camp for another month. Like it's it the quality of the football so far has been has been great. And the primetime games, especially the national games, have been I mean, we're what, four weeks in, there's been what is it, three, three primetime games a week, twelve games, probably ten of them yeah. have been excellent been pretty good. excellent football games so far. Even last night wasn't great, but it got pretty good at the end with, with the Chargers and the Raiders. So Hard to complain, really, with the quality of the football that's that's coming out so far. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I, I, I overall, I've been very impressed. I'm a, you know, everybody knows I'm a, you know, a college guy. I do the Buckeye podcast and all that. I love NFL football, but I'm more of a general NFL fan. I don't, I'm not as, I'm not as, uh, my heart's not as linked to the NFL. <laughs> I just, it's more entertainment. But I thought it's been really good. That's, I think the, you know, the the young teams that, you know, so I think the young teams have looked ahead of schedule. And that's what I like to mm-hmm. see is when you see these teams play and they make a plan, like you got a, you know, Los Angeles chargers, you got the Cincinnati Bengals teams like that, that you're like, they had a plan. They, the Cleveland Browns are a young team that built through the draft. You know, that's finally starting to show up. It it felt like for years teams would do that, but they would just always be back in the top of the draft again. So, you know, yeah, that that's that's been something that's been awesome. So we'll 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 just turn that into biggest surprises, and um, we can sure. take we can take the definition of that any way you want to. Like I told you before the show started. <laughs> so one of my, I'll just start. That was one of my one of my biggest surprises so far is how how ahead of schedule the young teams are, and I've really enjoyed that. So how about you, man? Yeah, I think Arizona, which I'm sure we'll end up talking about quite a lot today. I mean, how how far ahead they've looked i mean they've really taken the jump from being sort of a you know a, a team that's not easy to beat anymore they, they've turned it around pretty quickly in the last couple of years to, to be competitive and now they look like the potential favorites in in that half of the league i mean this is what i said to you before though i, I say that now in week four knowing full well that in 10 weeks i'm going to be eating my words probably because yeah it's all a mirage at this point but they they look great, and I think their veteran signings. I mean, guys, AJ Green and JJ Watt. Those weren't nobodies. They picked up to bolster their team. You know, locker room wise, they're they they look like a mature team. They look like they are. They've balanced out their youth with with veteran leadership, and it's it's showing in the fact that they're not they're not just beating teams. They're beating them handedly. Like they're they're really giving it to to some good squads. So Arizona's the obvious answer for me uh, in terms of surprises in the negative way tennessee is the team that i sorry to my fucking a co-host matt who's a <laughs> diehard titans fan but i mean the titans again to me look like they are somehow going backwards as a team in a lot of ways so they're they're a letdown to me especially in a really really weak division well, just just looking at the stat we we'll dig into the titans a little bit because you know anything for matt but just <laughs> so to I look tell at him. it you know they're they're two and two luckily they play in I, I don't think it's even close. The worst division in football. So they're actually leading the division at two and two points for 95 points against 111. So yeah. they're being outscored. All we heard all summer, they got Julio Jones. 
you know, they went yeah. and got a, what, a 31 year old or maybe more, you know, wide receiver. And then that, that was it. That was the last piece of the puzzle. Unstoppable. Like, how can you, you know, how can you, how can you tackle Henry and cover right. Julio? It's impossible. The play action passing and all summer, like I stay, I stood by it. I'm like, we're not playing football in 1985. Like we're not <laughs> going back to play action passing games. Like teams know how to do this. Like a safety doesn't care what Derrick Henry's doing in the background. It, there, yeah. he's, and Julio, he's been injured. You know, he hasn't played much. You know, Tannehill hasn't looked great. Their defense hasn't got better. I just think that that people went a little too far one way with the Titans. And oh yeah! Instead of trusting their eyeballs and being like, "Well, why would why would their defense get better because Julio Jones is not playing? Because <laughs> well, Julio uh, Jones is injured." I would say, you know, if you if you if you listen to the Instagram posts all offseason, there was no way to stop the monster of the Tennessee offense, right? Yeah. And and. But uh, it's to tell you the truth. I mean, I watch them relatively closely, mostly through having a like my my best friend is a huge fan of them, mm-hmm. so I kind of keep tabs on them. I didn't think that the missing piece of their roster was Julio Jones. Like, great nope. get. I mean, I wanted the Rams to get him because I'm a fan of Julio Jones too. But I didn't think when they got him, like, oh, that was the missing piece. That was the one thing that was going to put them over the top. They went all in on him. You know, they let Corey Davis walk away, their own self-developed sort of player. And what happens is they yeah. they just got torched by Corey Davis by the and the Jets to end up losing a game. So, so the Jets. I mean, yeah, the Jets are a bad team. The Jets yeah, are, the really Jets are bad a bad team. team, and they're a bad team whose quarterback could barely complete a pass, and then he was throwing bombs all over Tennessee. Yeah. So I don't I don't think they've gotten better. Um, the fact that they are leading a division with less points scored than given up is. Yeah, probably a testament to being the worst division. But I, their play calling and their offensive identity, to me, they they still don't really know what they are. They look like they're trapped in that old um, that running back fallacy of of when you got a great running back, you feel like your whole offense has yep. to be based on that running back. So I mean, you go and you get a you get good receivers to spread the offense out, and then you just go right back to running eye form and you know off tackle and a lot of running, which for Derrick Henry you should, but. It's you. You can't be both. You can't. It's neither here nor there for them. And I. I think it's starting to show with their offense. Yeah, yeah. I think there's some definite holes in that team. I think there's some. I think there's some real concern there. They're going to go to the playoffs because their division's, you know, not going to catch up with them. So that's yeah. that's the thing about Tennessee. They're going to get to the playoffs, and then all this. If Henry's healthy, which at this rate of play, I don't. It's not a guarantee, but um, if they can get there, you know. Then they get to play in the cold or the muck or some bad weather. Then that's when their yeah. advantage does kick in. But I I, I don't know how good they're going to be. Well, a team to watch out for, I think. I think now that I when now I've been looking at the standings here today a little bit was I thought, oh geez, the Colts are having probably the biggest disappointment of the season so far, right? Yeah. They this is an eleven win football team who really who really looked good last year, looked all around good, really strong in the trenches and up front on both sides of the ball. And here they come. They get a new quarterback, they, a guy who the coaches had success with, almost an MVP <laughs> season in Philly. You think this is a great fit. They're, they're going to get out. They go 0-3 to start. But when you look at the division, you think they're game back of first place. And the Colts are still a good team with a lot of good players. And, you know, we got a long season ahead of We got 13 more games. Colts could easily win that division, easily take over the Titans, and easily make the playoffs and be a threat. So, it's it's they're a disappointment to watch out for, I think, in in terms of surprises. Yeah, and plus, I mean, you know, the AFC West is really really good, and they're compiling wins. So the Titans may not. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking the Titans get. I 
I'm thinking they get in because of their division, but it's not yeah. a guarantee. The, the wild card spot's not guaranteed. You're right. right. So if Indianapolis can step up, you know, we're, we're, it's a whole different ball game. And um, you know, that's another. You know, we're talking about disappointments here. That's one of mine. Sure. Not that I. Can. So we talk about disappointments. We mean how we looked at something and then how, how you know how it's actually going. And right. uh, one of mine is uh, I said I've talked about it all week. I've taken a ton of heat on Twitter because I live in Ohio, but I'm like I'm just observing a good team with a flaw. And that's Baker Mayfield of the Cleveland Browns. Okay. I watched this team, and I think this defense, you know, every now and then we see one of these defenses, and we're like, okay, that's they're just different. Like, this is sustainable. This is going to get them through a season. And this defensive front for Cleveland, um, with the addition of the rookie linebacker, JOK, last year, they look they look legit. Like, they look like mm. they can bring this every week. Like, they're going to – that defense is going to – not only keep them in games every week, they might score in games every week. Right. And Mayfield, you know, everything around him is great. You know, great running game. Enough wide receivers, a little, you know, with Landry being hurt, it's a little weak. Beckham, yeah. I understand, is a question. Uh, running game looks good. Offensive line looks – they when they run screen passes and things like that, like their offensive line is devastating. They're athletic. Yeah. Everything's there. And then you watch that game against Minnesota, which was a win, I understand. Mm-hmm. But he's just missing these big passes to to put teams away. You know, he has a chance to beat the Chiefs. He throws a terrible interception. Yeah, you know, just just things like that. And I just I've been like, man, if he just if he just ups his game, if he just becomes an a, an average quarterback. This, yeah, this team is really, really hard to beat. It, Mayfield's a guy to me that's that's struggling against sort of like the Titans. You know, this is an identity, offensive identity thing. This is a team that's got almost too much talent for its own good. They've got two Pro Bowl level running backs. They're really deep, great running game, great O line in terms of running the ball. They've got two star receivers. They've got uh, they've they've got talent. They've got a lot of talent, but. You can't. There's only one football, right? It's like we say about the NBA. Sometimes you're like, oh, "There's only one basketball for five guys to score with," exactly. right? Exactly. You can't. You, they they want to be that sort of AFC North hard running, you know, uh, physical sort of football team. But Mayfield, you know, coming out of Oklahoma, that's a spread, you know, five wide, you, you air the ball out, and it's he's done a good job for the last couple of years of settling into his role. But I, I don't know if he's being put in the best position for his own success and I, I think they're just kind of again struggling to find exactly what they want to be well and here's the problem with that and I mean, you know you brought that up about his um you know his type of offense and what he came out of all the type what they do is good and well but here's the thing if you're going to run a power running game and all these the problem with that is it's a low volume passing game so you have to take advantage of big shots um you know, you may only throw the ball 15 times a game. Seven of those have to be for to convert third downs or that big touchdown and things like that. So when you miss those, it compounds it, you know, as opposed to some of these teams that are high volume, you know, just like, oh, we're going to throw it, you know, 40, 50 you know, times yeah. a game. He, he, he doesn't have the luxury of missing. He started out the first two weeks, you know, one of the highest completion percentages in the league. But as of right now, four games in, Two touchdowns, two two interceptions. I just, it's hard for me to look at the league and go, yeah, that'll win you a Super Bowl. Like that's just hard for me to see. Um, yeah, not saying he can't yeah. grow or whatever, but if if I'm Cleveland, I'm like, it's not that easy to build a great NFL team. 
but hey i mean i mean the 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 formula of having a ridiculously good running game and a very very good defense especially up front in the front seven that's a recipe for a lot of success so get you there he he might game he if this is sort of what the point i want to make about baker mayfield is he seems like a guy who's being put in a position where all they need is a guy who's a game manager who doesn't turn the ball over but his skill set is far beyond that he is he should be playing in arizona's offense right that's the kind of offense he should be in but he's being asked to go under center and do a lot of hand just hand it off to two really good running backs you know, control the clock, control possession, let the defense do its thing. He feels like a guy whose talent is not matched with the offense he's running. And that may come back to bite them down the road. But it's it's an interesting it's an interesting gamble by the by Cleveland, I think. I just worry. Yeah, I'll just, last thing I'll say about Cleveland, I just worry in today's NFL, they keeping games close tends to come back to bite you. Sure. You know, yeah, if you if you're in the, the playoffs and you're down twenty one nothing, and all of a sudden you're like, oh crap, I need to spread the ball out. <laughs> what what, <laughs> what do we do now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and now nobody cares about your running backs and all that. The, so the the Bills take a, a weird loss to the Steelers, who now, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what you think of the Steelers now, but I mean, they 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 look terrible. Like the Steelers yeah. really really look bad. So, but the last three weeks the Bills have been on fire. They're they're back to who I thought they were. Um, you know, no disappointment there. Dolphins, uh, you know, the, the bad luck card. Have, yeah, they might have missed on. They might have missed on quarterback, which just kills you. If you miss on quarterback, you're you're buried in the NFL. And oh yeah, it, it it's they're just it. It already looks like this is what I'm talking about when you have a team. Twelve months ago, we're like, man, this team is ready. This team looks good. Uh, oh, it's yeah. time to get. It's time to get to it in there. And a year and twelve months later, it's like, okay, what are we going to do in the draft? Like that is how quick things change, you know. And and it doesn't mean it's the end of the world for the Dolphins, but you know, you, you can't just keep losing games. You know, you're already you're already down three games. Yeah, quarterback injuries are. I mean, in all of sports, maybe the the most pivotal thing that happens to anybody. There's a reason why some teams, you know, they roster two quarterbacks and they have the superstar, some other guy, and that's it. Because they, those teams know, they go, I'm not going to waste another roster spot on a third QB. Because if this guy goes down, I don't care who's going to be taking the snaps. It's over. We're waiting until next year. So, you know, it's the Dolphins, I mean, bad luck. I'm a Rams fan. I, I remember what it was like with Sam Bradford all those years where, you know, he'd blow his knee out and then he'd come back and you go, he looks great. And then he'd, tear his shoulder and then he'd go out and you'd miss yeah. another year it's it, the You're luck like, of the oh, draw on six years yeah it's a great yeah talk you know what let's talk about this talk about a quarterback you know, this is exactly what happened to this team talk about a quarterback is coming back the dallas cowboys um yeah they've they looked good on opening night with that coming back off the injury and they got they've gotten better every week their defense is fine now i mean their defense yeah. is one of the better the better ones in the league now I think I'll put this in the surprise category. I thought they would be good. They look really, really good right ridiculously now. Ridiculously talented. I mean, yes. ridiculously talented all over the field. It's it's they've been building that talent for for maybe four or five years, and and now it's like this is the first time where they they look like they're decently coached, you know, at the very least, and yeah. and their talent is all there, and they aren't suffering any serious injuries. I mean, key little key extra guys in the Cowboys have made the difference. Tony Pollard being out of their backfield, uh, spelling Z, great, oh, just a. Great. I, you know, I don't even call him, I don't even know if I call him a second running back anymore. Like he basically yeah. shares time. He's, he's a great player and, and I'm all for that. I, everybody knows Jeff hates running backs. I'm all for, <laughs> I'm all for like running back by quote unquote committee. Those two guys are doing a great. And I think they finally figured out how to use Zeke. Like 
you know, I, you know, for a few years, you know, they were like the traditional, more like a Derrick Henry thing. And I, yeah. I think they read because I, I, it got skewed coming out of college. When Zeke got to Ohio State, he was a track star. He was there yeah. to be like a scat back. Uh, you know, it's hard to believe that after watching him. Yeah. But that's that's just who he is. You know, he he basically, you know, cut the weight and, and I think he quit trying to be that. You know, he got his money. He quit trying to be that Derrick Henry back. And now with these little screens and and getting him into space, now I think they're actually utilizing him better than yeah. they did for the last few years. And then Pollard's the exact same way. Um, really, they, they look good on a lot of facets. Dan Quinn has obviously helped that defense. They look so oh, much I better. Mean, and and arguably our our pick, uh, you're, you're saying the name right as I cut you off there, but the next thing you were going to say is exactly that. Diggs might be he's he's our week four defensive player of the year easily. I mean, he's he's threatening yes. with the 17 game schedule. If he keeps picking off passes, he's going to threaten what yeah. I believe is an unbreakable record, the, the interceptions record in the season. His it's instincts amazing. on the ball is and how they're using him too. They're letting him sort of yeah. float and letting him sort of keep an I eye think on Quinn's, it. Quinn, Quinn has done a great job. Yeah. A, a great job with him. I, I totally agree. I love, you know, I love Micah Parsons. Uh, anybody that listened to my show all summer, I couldn't say enough good things about Micah love Parsons. That love that pick. He, too. He, yeah. I, I told like Mo Murphy, he was watching. He's a Dallas fan. I told him during the draft, I was like, you literally got what I think could be the best player in this draft yeah. at, at that spot. This guy is so versatile. Um, you know, he, he can play Mike, or they they brought him down last week to uh, play defensive end. You know, because yeah. uh, D Law is hurt, and and he does a good job. He, yeah. he, the kid, just knows how to play football. Instant. I mean, that's why I said I was wrong about one thing. I said he'd be the best player on the Dallas defense day one. It's Diggs is probably the best player right now. <laughs> Parsons yeah. is up there, but he is he is a key link. Great great draft pick by. I'm hard on Jerry Jones, but he's a general manager. Uh, great pick by Parsons. But Dallas is is one another one of those teams that we'll do the power rankings here shortly. But um, I like them a lot. So yeah. let's talk about you know what? Let's talk. Let's get into this a little bit. How can we? We can't do an NFL show with talking about Tom Brady and the Buccaneers versus sure. the Patriots. I know you brought that up. Um, what a spectacle that was. You know, when the Buccaneers started the season, I'm like, oh, they're great. Like they've got all the pieces. Here's what happens in the NFL. You lose some defensive backs. Now you're mm -hmm. vulnerable. Now, now, now you've got a team that's good, but they've got a suspect running game. And now they've got to lean on a 44 year old quarterback that's in, yep. as good as he is. And he's, he's, he's having, he started off as good as he ever has. He's still a 44 year old quarterback, suspect running game, suspect defense right now. So, uh, let's, let's, how do you feel about the Buccaneers and how did you feel about Sunday night going back into Foxborough? I, I really liked the Sunday night game. I mean, Depends on people's definition of what they consider a good football game. I thought that was a really, really good football game. I mean, the weather completely changed the landscape of what it was going to be. Oh, and I think, that, I think that benefited New England quite a lot and kept Brady from really letting loose. He, he I mean, the, the ball was bouncing right through guys' hands all night. But I mean, if you saw the camera angles of the, the downpour they were playing in, it's understandable. He he might have he might have opened it up a lot more and it might have been more of a runaway, but you can tell into the second half and, and why I enjoyed the game so much was you could get the feeling that, uh, you know, the game being close late in the third quarter, both those guys desperately wanted to win that game. Belichick wanted to win that game very badly, and so did Brady. And Brady's demeanor as the game went on of, oh, this isn't going to be the rollover I thought it would be. I didn't, I'm not going to rain on his defense and, you know, stick it to my old coach. He didn't even score. A t Brady didn't even throw a touchdown. You know, he didn't score any touchdowns of his own. So 
you know, he may have beaten Belichick in the game, but he's never thrown a touchdown on a Bill Belichick defense. So he'll have to live with that because he'll never play the Patriots again in his career. That's his, that was his only chance. Yeah, more You could tell like. they both wanted to win. And, and I mean, can we talk about Mac Jones? I know everybody is. I, no, I thought it. he looked, I thought he looked damn good. I put him really in the surprise good. category. I was, I was down on Mac Jones on draft night, me and the off the ball crew. Laughed. Yeah. We made all the jokes. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I wish it. I was there. I I thought it was the best pick of the whole draft. Was was Mac Jones to the Patriots? And hey, as of right now, you were right on. I didn't buy into it. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I know he's coming off a. Gr- now, I will say this. I thought Mac Jones had a great season last year. I wasn't like detracting from that. I right. just didn't know that if he was. Re- I didn't. I mean, let's put it this way. I didn't think he was ready day one to do what he's done. He looks great. He looked great yeah. the other night. He looked like this is what I, you know, when I when I tell people when they're, you know, to, I I keep doing this, but the, it, he's such the example. When you go back to Mayfield, and everybody's telling me the, the the day after the Minnesota game, like, oh, it'll be fine. Mayfield will figure it out. I'm like, Mayfield's looking for forty million dollars a year. Mac Jones already looks better. Like he yeah. runs the offense better. He knows what's up better. He, in that rainstorm, um, this kid played great against. Yeah. Best football player that's ever put on cleats yeah. across from him. And he didn't back down. He made the right reads. And I know they're keeping it, they are keeping it close for him, but that's what the Patriots do. Like sure. they did it with Tom, you know, in the same situation, Tom would have thrown a bunch of screens, a bunch of slants, and all that. It doesn't yeah. matter. Mac Jones put his team with a chance to win. And he's got game. two he's things. Great. He's got two things that that are maybe maybe the most important things that a quarterback can have in that in that casual sports fans and hey like I'm not saying I'm any sort of scouting expert of my own. I'm not making that a, I'm not making any proclamations about myself yet, but his feet and his eyes are yeah. the two things. He's got choppy active feet, which means he is always moving and you saw it a lot in that game. He is constantly moving and his head is constantly moving around his reads. He it, you don't see that from rookies almost ever. And a lot of these other right. guys that have come out, even Trevor Lawrence and such, Zach Wilson, none of these guys seem to have it. And it's odd to me that that you know, the the infatuation, the love affair that the league currently has right now with mobility in quarterbacks, their obsession. I mean, Justin Fields, everyone's, you know, I know not to disparage an Ohio State guy. Everyone thinks he's was was, you know, the savior of the Bears and he should have gone higher and all this stuff. And I thought in terms of what he has as a as a technically sound quarterback, it's nowhere near what Mac Jones has. And Jones is showing that. And the guy, the other guy who I think is is doing the same thing except a year ahead is Justin Herbert. Yeah, he so also that was my hey, feet, you led great me right feet, into great it, eyes. Great feet, man. great eyes, and it's it's probably the hardest thing to coach for quarterbacks. Yeah, but man, both of those guys, and I thought Mac Jones looked like he's got skills that it take it take a career to develop, and he's yeah. got them already. And that's and that is that you can't put a price on that quite yet. Although you know, in four years, I'm sure they will. So I'm extremely impressed with with both Herbert and Jones, and a lot of it are for those reasons. Uh, I watched Herbert last night, and that was that's probably the first time in a while I've just been able to watch a standalone game you know, with mm. him in it because you know, we just don't get a lot of Chargers games here, so I watched yeah. the red zone. So I see the highlights, and you see that from a distance. Some of the close-ups last night, the way he was looking off safeties, the way he was manipulating the defense, those are – Th- those are so key. He has got a rifle. I mean, he's got, he's, he's, he's got an absolute throw. rifle. But he's also like last year he had a trouble. He had trouble without of the. He would scramble a lot, but then he would get yeah. tackled a lot. His his you know his um, quarterback rating on like scrambles was really low because he was you know kind of making things up. Which when you have his talent, I get it. This year yeah. he's cut back on that, and now he's just 
he just you know he's just surge he's just surgical he's tearing people apart yeah. like you look what he's what he's doing for um uh Eckler like now that guy's got a wide mm-hmm. open space is what it reminds me of this is when I watch San Diego this is huge praise but like let's they remind me of like a 60% version of when I watched the greatest show on turf with the Rams <laughs> as to where they created so much space that yes. like, like guys like Marshall Falk just had his way with teams because if, if they just turn their back on him for a second, he just gouge them. And that's what San Diego's doing. Like I say, this is way toned down, but it's I like, have a hard time. I have a hard time accepting that as a, as an analogy, but I also, but I also understand where you're coming from because that's, there, there are points there to be made. They have a really, really good receiving core. Yeah. You know, I, and Keenan Allen's one of my favorite players he, in the league and Eckler's maybe the best re- receiving running back after. Yeah. McCaffrey, but they, only. I, I guess what I mean by it is they, they, the receivers, they have to guard the receivers so deep because of Herbert yeah. that it occurred like last night, Eckler just gouged him in that 20 yards from the line of scrimmage is wide open because they have to respect Herbert for Three to three and a half seconds and, of the play. And was it, it the was stop. it the last touchdown? Was it the clinching touchdown? If I remember last night, that they got Eckler on the wheel route, yep. and he yep. just dropped an absolute dime into the corner. And I thought, I thought you're right. That is that is what the Rams used to do back in the early 2000s, yes. which is just get Marshall Falk, just identify the matchup at the line and say this it's guy's all, not going to hang with him ten yards down the field and just drop one yep. in there. He yep. looked, yeah, they could be a they could be a serious team. Uh, in the AFC, yeah. I think you know. I'm I'm, sh- I'm stunned. I'm stunned at how good Herbert is. There's yeah, a good already. surprise. I knew he'd be yeah. good, and last year I've already apologized to him 30 times because coming out of the draft, <laughs> I laughed at that pick. But I wasn't it, sure about it either, to tell you the truth. Of, but yeah. yeah, right. A lot of people that watched him in Oregon were like, "This fucking guy's a running back." Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know what to do with it. And he's proved me totally wrong. He's done everything right. Yeah. Uh, very happy for the kid. I like I like how he's handled it. Like I just I like watching him play. I just this is this is the age of quarterback that I'm liking. Uh, yeah. We'll talk about Murray here in a second. I'm liking Murray. I'm liking Herbert. Uh, you know Josh Allen. Like these these yeah. freak athletes We're, out there. It's like watching, we blinked. We blinked and we didn't notice that there's a there's a new generation of you know this isn't yes. Rogers Brady Manning anymore. Now we got Allen. You know Murray Herbert. It's it's a whole and, new and it's a whole new you, thing. Do you remember? Like I don't know if you felt this way, but let's say six years ago, that's we were in the prime of Manning, Brady, Roethlisberger, mm. uh, Eli was R- still even playing. Philip, yeah, even Rivers was Phillip still going. Rivers, yeah. all these guys, or Drew Brees, of course. Sorry, Drew. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, all this was going on, and everybody's like. We're going to have such a letdown here in five years when these guys are because we we thought they would all leave in their late thirties like most humans yep. do, but they just keep going and going. But and we were like, in in four years, I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to have all these kids out of college that we because yeah. the NFL is so resistant to college offenses that they wouldn't draft these guys coming out. Deshaun yeah. Watson was one of the first ones that they're like, let's give this guy you know a chance, and then. You know, you got Mayfield, you got Murray, you got all these guys, you know, Fields, all these guys coming in from these spread offenses. Like, okay, let's let's try this out. But I remember thinking, man, we're gonna have a drop off. The NFL is going mm-hmm. to. I don't know what they're gonna do. I couldn't be more wrong. Like these young kids are taking over immediately. It's it's yeah. awesome to see. Like I was looking at the standings. I was. I think I looked at five or six of the teams all have quarterbacks drafted in like the last three years. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, of what the NFL's done with developing and, and using the talents and adjusting to it. It's, and it's, it's, it's definitely great. starting. I think it's starting. I mean, pro football is always an echo of, of 
youth football. I found over, I mean, look, I, I'm only 30 years old now. I mean, but it, I've started to notice that a little bit that the NFL is resistant to the trends of, of college football, but college football has always been a, an offshoot of the high school philosophies. Yeah. And, you know, the spread offenses that dominate college football now started in Texas and, you know, the mid 2000s and stuff, you know, the, those offenses started way back at the lowest level. And now you see it's trickled its way up and it's starting to become clear that in a lot of cases, the best athlete on the field is now the quarterback. It's not yeah. a guy like Mac Jones. You, you don't send the, you know, sort of the schlubby guy who with the beer gut out there to sling the ball anymore. Now he's the best player on the field in a lot of cases, and it's starting to make its way up. That's why the NFL's got this love affair with the mobility quarterbacks. Guys like everyone wants Kyler Murray now, right? They're all hoping they can find a guy like him, but it's it's few and far between. But it made that it, that may not be the case for long. That that very much in the future could become oh, the yeah. norm in in on any team. The you know read option is now almost an assumed thing for a lot of teams. So you got to be mean, able to run that. Yeah, we've got older guys running read option. We'll get we'll get into your Rams here in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, seriously, really really good offense. Love watching. I just don't want to spoil it now. We'll, we'll kind of sure. dig in. Sure. But I'm looking at the standings here. You got. You got the Bills leading with Josh Allen. You got the Chargers with Herbert. You got yep. the Bengals. Bengals lead division leading Bengals. Joe Burrow, who looked awesome last last um, yeah Thursday night. I'm, I'm calling fraud on the Bengals. I if, if we were going to do sort of cute quarter one um, surprises, I mean, are we doing the pretenders then too, or am I breaking your okay. segue? No, 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 we'll 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 do that next. We'll do that next. Okay. We'll, we'll get we'll get into pretenders next because we'll do contenders and pretenders real quick. Uh, here in a second. So just to, then you got just uh, to to reiterate on the oh, quarterbacks yeah. on the NFC side, Cowboys. You got Prescott, mm-hmm. uh, West. You know you have right now. You have Kyler Murray. Then we got a couple. Then we got the then we got the, the old boys. Yeah. Packers and the Buccaneers are still leading with Rodgers and and Brady, yeah. which is which is amazing because they were playing. Not even exaggerating when some of these kids were just being born. That's not even an yeah. exaggeration of what I'm yeah. saying. So it's been pretty cool to see. So um yes, let's do that. We'll go through the AFC first. Let's do we'll do um division leaders, we'll do pretenders and the contenders. So um let's see here. AFC leading the AFC East. We got the Buffalo Bills. What do you think? I, I think they're I think they've beaten up on some really bad teams so far. Okay. I mean, taking taking Miami out when they lose their franchise quarterback in a forty to nothing win. Uh, I mean, playing Houston, who I mean looks like they could easily tumble down to maybe two wins of by the end of the year. Same thing. They they've done the best job they they can do against the competition they faced. Um, the Steelers' loss is a little puzzling now. I mean, their offense. Uh, the Bills, again, as always, they're going to have the same problem they have every year, which is for the past couple of years, which is, you know, can you have a running game that extends beyond Josh Allen running for his life and being the biggest guy in the field? And you're going to find out. I think they're for real because I think their defense is that good, and I think they've got enough talent. It's it's, But I think they might have a few growing pains games as the, as the season goes on. But I, I like Buffalo. I mean, they're they're hard to deny, and Josh Allen is really that good. Yeah, yeah. Because of Allen and because basically everything you said, I have been a little, I've been a little down on. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they can. Uh, they, their running game is basically just abandoned. Uh, it's it's really weird what they're doing. Yeah, it, it's a weird place to do it. It's a that Buffalo is a weird city, just geographically to try and 
throw the ball 60 times every game uh, with the, yeah. with just with the wind at Rich Stadium and all that. I'm sure it's not even called that anymore, but I don't care. <laughs> but um, but anyway, it's it, that's a little odd. So it does worry me. Like you know, a blizzard comes in. It, you know, is that sustainable? I you know, as of last yeah, year, they've they lacked looked- balance a few times. The last oh, last yeah. year, they had the same problem, and every time they've been in the playoffs, they they're lacking that balance when they get and out there. And it's, yep, yeah, it's it seems to be something that they they didn't quite fix. So, I mean, they may have all the talent in the world, but when it comes down to the big games in in January, is is it going to work? Still, I mean, it's hard to tell. It's, I think they've showed chinks in the armor, but I also think they're really good. Which, when we see my power rankings, everybody right. will agree. Everybody will see how how much I <laughs> how much I like them. You've kind of talked me down a little bit. I wish I would talk to you next week. Sorry. Might be joint, <laughs> next week might be joint power rankings because I like where your thoughts are. So the AFC West uh, Chargers are leading right now, which we talked a bunch about. It's amazing how much I've talked about the Chargers this summer, and everybody's like, "We're still talking about Chargers." Like they're just yeah. I, I, they just jump off the screen to me. Uh, but here's the thing about this uh, division. The top three teams are three and one. The team that's two and two, bottom of the division, is the Kansas City Chiefs. Which, yeah, there's so. I, I let's just do this division. I don't. Okay, just just real quick. <laughs> Chargers, contenders or pretenders? Yes, we'll say yes. Contenders. good, good, good. They're good. Uh, uh, team, really, right? really good coach. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a Brandon Staley fan, so. I think they've got the all they've got all the offensive weapons and they've got a lot of defensive talent and that talent on defense is healthy and it's being well coached, which is which is a scary prospect to to go against them this year. Uh, the Broncos at three and one frauds, big frauds, big frauds. I, I no quarterback. Like, I, yeah, I, I love pick, Bridgewater, never pick a team with no quarterback. I, he's hurt right now. They're rotating. That's exactly why you know they they didn't. I like Teddy much. Bridgewater a, a lot as a as a person. I like I like him as I, I wish him nothing but success. But he is not a he's I not a quarterback who really does a lot. I can't see the Broncos winning a playoff game. Um, no. Now here's a this is a weird one. Everybody went crazy for this team for three <laughs> weeks because. When this team wins, they tell you how great they are. They're they're sort of they're yep. basically the AFC Dallas Cowboys. Like if, yep. if they're winning, they're the best. What are we gonna do with the Las Vegas Raiders? First of all, I just want to tell you the truth. I hate this fucking team. Like <laughs> in, in a good way. I, they have become I can't hear one more story about Darren Waller. Good for him. I can't hear one more story about Darren Waller. I can't see Derek Carr stare at the camera one more time. I can't see the fans. Act like they they care more than every other fan in the NFL. I was yeah. watching the game last night. And I was like, I don't know why. I this this version of the Raiders, I hate. Well, they well. must be doing something right. If you hate the Raiders, then they must be doing something right. That's sort of part oh, exactly. of their brand. But yes. I I they're a team that uh, even last night, uh, you know, I thought they look good enough to come back and win and go four and zero. But even now, I think they're as likely to go eleven and six. As they are to go six and eleven. Still, yeah. I I mean they could go three and ten from here on out because I mean if you look at their point differential, one hundred four to one hundred, they're 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 almost even, which means they're in a lot of toss up games. Gruden as a coach, I, I I I like him as a guy. I still am not sold that he is a very good coach, especially not in the modern NFL. He is the he has the uh, the same issue that Jeff Fisher used to have as a Rams fan. Sorry to use Rams analogies all the time, but his team is way too penalized. They they shoot themselves in the foot. They constantly make really boneheaded, stupid mistakes, yeah. and that's that's just not a winning formula. And that will come oh, back to bite them. I forgot. Like I, 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 I'm glad. I mean, I'm I'm sad you brought up it, man. Those Fisher Rams years were like, yeah, like it's a one lot of, those, of talent, like, looking, a lot of penalties, a lot it, of missed it, opportunities. You know, that's like, uh, yep. yeah, yeah. 
So I, I sort of agree. I think I think Vegas is a decent team, but I guess you can't go eight and eight anymore. So they're a nine and seven team to me. They're going to look good weeks. I think, and I'll just say this out loud that I think that I, I okay, I'll just say it. I think Derek Carr cares more about having a great season personally than he does his team's wins and losses. And I know that is blasphemy <laughs> in football. I'm not saying that he cares if he wins, but I I think that I think he's okay if he throws 400 yards, three touchdowns, and loses. I, I ju- I'll just say it. It's a horrible thing he's to say. He's a fantasy quarterback is what he is, eh? <laughs> there you go. Just, he's playing himself in his fantasy league is what he's doing. I, that's how I feel. I feel. I think he <laughs> always knows the camera's on. Um, he's probably working that next contract. There's going to be a team that's going to need a a player, and I think he's well, trying to. I think he's trying to be Raiders. the of like Tampa Bay. Yeah, he's going to be wants to be an heir to somebody else's team. But yes. I think I, I agree with you on 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 that, and and the fact that the Raiders are in that terrible position that I think even the Rams found themselves in last year, which is that you've got a guy, yep. he's good. He's he he wins the games. He he does pretty well. He's he's got some skills, but is he that guy? Is he good enough to take it's, you a long way? Can I, he win the game it. based on his own skill? I don't I've know. I've said it all season. It's the Baker Mayfield conundrum. What yeah. do you, what do you do? And if like if you don't sign him, well then what do you do? Oh, you just if let you a do. franchise quarterback walk out of your door, right? Well, and if you do pay him, then you're like the Rams with Goff, and people go, what are you doing, I, I right? I up Goff so many times in this scenario because <laughs> yeah. everybody's like, well, you got to pay Baker Mayfield. I'm like, yeah, the Rams paid Goff too. Like that, that's, yeah. that's the exact correlation here. I think Carr's slightly better than Goff, but I don't, I don't think that Carr like, does what he's told to do for his team as well as Carr or as well right. as Goff. I think golf was like, I'll do, I'll, I think he tried to do what McVay told him and it worked, you know, yeah. as to where I, I don't know, man. I think Carr and Gruden would be happy with a, with a 5,500 yard passing season, 40 touchdowns, and not make yeah. the playoffs. And I'll yeah, just and go nine and eight or whatever. That's yeah. first time I said out loud. That's first time I said out loud, but <laughs> fuck you. I just, I hate the Raiders. Um, Real quick, not too much. We spent too much time on the SUS, but it's an intriguing division. It's Gosh. it's uh, probably the second best division in football right now. Yeah. yeah, I'll I'll just I'll just I'll just ask you this: Are the Chiefs okay? Um, I think they'll probably add something to that defense to to balance themselves out. But yeah, they've they've got to figure out. I mean, their offense is fine. Their offense yeah. is fine, and they're going to win a lot of games just with that offense. But I mean. Deep playoff run with a defense that's bleeding the way they are, uh, giving up points. It's yeah, tough to imagine. Fair. So, I mean, there's a lot of veteran talent still out there in the free agent market. I, I'm curious if they might make a move like Richard Sherman to Tampa Bay, you know, something like that, it, just to sort of give them some leadership and and to bolster uh, their their sort of their back end, especially their their secondary, which looks a little suspect. So I think they'll be fine. They've got a great coach. I always believe in a good coach. So I'll, um, I'll- they should balance out. I'll say I'm somewhere with you there. I I think right now to today, San, or I would keep calling them San Diego. Apologize, Chargers fans. I think the Los Angeles Chargers, which is the it's ridiculous, the Los Angeles Chargers. But I think the Los Angeles Chargers right now, just today, are a little better than the Chiefs, and I believe that. I don't think that that I don't necessarily know if that's going to hold up, 
but I don't think they might be more well rounded. They yeah, might actually, what, you might not I, be wrong on that. They I have, might have better all around talent. Yeah. I don't think it's a mirage that they won that game. I, I think they're slightly better. I'm not saying they're a lot better. I think they're slightly yeah. better, but I, I don't think it's a mirage. But I also think the Chiefs are going to be in the playoffs and they're going to be just fine. So we'll go to AFC North. Well, um, we, we know the Steelers are trash. Uh, yeah. Browns are what they are. We've already talked about the Browns. Um, so we got the Ravens and the Bengals at the top. They're all, all the all three of the teams are three and one. Cincinnati yeah. Bengals, you brought it up earlier. Just just tell us tell us I, why they're I, all flat on their I face. Feel like they are a team that is not playing great opponents right now and and barely beating. I mean, they barely beat Jacksonville. I'm not sure about Zach Taylor as a coach. I mean, they they have a really good offensive skill set play. Like they've got a lot of skill on their offense and that helps. And the defense has come along a little bit, but I mean, 92 points in, in four games is, yeah, it's not great compared to a lot of the other teams that have three wins. I mean, they've only given up 75, which isn't bad, but considering that they have not played a (laughs) really tough schedule, I I mean, they're a team that through four games is three and one. I could see through eight games being three and five. I mean, yeah. you know, Burrow's a great quarterback. He's a he's a baller. He's a he's you know he's doing he commands really well. that field. And well. the Jamar Chase pick is, I mean, what was also <laughs> one of my favorite picks last year. It's paying off as much as you can possibly pay off, and it's everything they wanted. But I mean, I I I don't know if they're ready to go that far yet. I mean, they still look like a team that's progressing, and and maybe are still another year or two away. So I mean, I could see them falling off. I I think they'll fall off as the year goes on. And Baltimore, I mean, uh, a Harbaugh again just continues to prove why he's one of the best coaches in football. I mean, That's injuries tough. be damned. Doesn't matter. They just keep finding ways to win games. You yeah, know, it's I, it's yeah. This comes up a lot about this team, and I understand the knock on the team. You know, the 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 general knock is you know, Lamar Jackson's a running back, a quarterback, blah blah blah. Here's the thing, man. His his yards per attempt are still really yep. good. His yards yep. downfield are good. He completes a fourth and 19 to win a game in Detroit. I know it took a miraculous field goal uh, to win yep. that game, but he did a <laughs> fourth and 19 over a defender, you know, in, in the hole. You know, he got it there. You know, just I know what it looks like. Now, do I think that the way – I think they're running him a little bit too much this year. Do I think that's sustainable? That does concern me. But I also mm-hmm. – if he's healthy – if this exact team is healthy in the playoffs, then that's a benefit. Like yeah. if you can be like, okay, go get it. So um, I was really down on them, but they they look pretty good. They look better. I offensively, they look a little better the last couple of games. Um, I think they're kind of getting it together and figuring it out. Yeah. Defense is playing better, so yeah, I think I, I have a quick I have a quick Bengals just addendum here that I want to add. They're, oh, I love out it. of the the four games that the Bengals played, and this is sort of the foundation because I of why I think they're frauds so far. Their four games they played so far, they beat Minnesota in overtime. Minnesota is a terrible team this year. Uh, oh the Bears, the, the, they lose to the Bears by three in that awful game where the Bears were beaten 20 to nothing and they just barely came back to make it close. They beat the Steelers, who are trash, and they beat the Jaguars yes. in the last second. The so those are four games against bad teams. They're three and one, and all of them are, are uh, three of them are field goal games. So. Yeah. yeah. No, no disrespect to the Bengals. I think they're on no, the ups. No. I think they're trending upwards, but I, I think they're likely to lose a lot and more the, coming in. And the, and the other side of that coin is that the part of the NFL is winning the games that you should. Um, yes. So I'll give the Bengals that. Like, so yes. okay, yeah, I, I agree. Fair I agree. Enough. They look, they look good. If they win, feels like they're on track to win 
now, I guess now maybe six or seven games this year, which I think yeah. that fan base would take, you know, going into next year, especially, yeah. especially since if I'm, if I'm a Bengals fan, I'm like really hoping that the Browns sign Baker Mayfield. Like that, that's all I'm hoping. I'm like, if I'm a Bengals yeah. fan, I'm like, I want Roethlisberger to stay. I want the Browns <laughs> to sign Baker Mayfield. I think we got at least a wild card spot. So yeah. We'll jump to the ASC South real quick. Trash. Uh, I, yeah. This division, you know, no, I, I, I it is what it is. There, it's sure whoever wins that's going to the playoffs, and that's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah, we and talked about the Titans already. They Titans have no identity in the Colts. I'm telling you, I think the Colts, if if Wentz yeah. stays reasonably healthy, he might. They might actually. Maybe when we, yeah, maybe when you do the midseason report, we'll have any idea what's going on in the yeah. NFC South, or we'll care. Yeah. Maybe, maybe possibly we'll care. As of now, not really. So right. we'll do the uh, we'll do the NFC. Uh, go through it real quick. We talked. We'll start with the East. We'll we'll leave the West for last. We'll leave the West for okay. last. We'll jump into okay. it a little bit. So I was talking about the East. We both just talked about how much we love the Cowboys. Yeah, I think. Can we agree that the Eagles and Giants probably aren't going to make a run? I think so, yeah, and I think because the Cowboys are healthy and winning, this division's probably going to be a I runaway I, in I, the I, end. Washington football team is another team. They really, they. I know Heineke is their quarterback. No quarterback. Right they just they really no don't have a quarterback. Yeah. You know, kudos to them for winning. Their defense doesn't look as good as they told us it would. So yeah. I'll say this: a healthy Cowboys team. I don't see anybody catching them in this no. division. No, the Eagles so, are still figuring out whether or not they have a quarterback and they're rebuilding yeah. and new they coach. Do look and better. The Eagles look better than I thought they would. I thought they would be one of the worst teams in the league. They look like an NFL team. Like they could, yeah. They, they're built to win. They're not built to win. They're not built they, to win in the next couple years. I think, but, sorry, Dad, to a disappointment, it's the Giants, by the way. I, oh, yeah. I, I don't understand how much how much can you invest in your offense and, and get and, your and superstar keep, running back and you, you can't and score. Keep bad. And, and keep know? looking bad. Well, that's yeah. sometimes, yeah. So, and if they missed on quarterback, they've already set they've set themselves yep. back four they're years. Back, they're back to the redo yeah. again. Devastating. Now, you know, a, a, a player we'll talk about here in a minute. You know, can Daniel Jones be next year Sam Darnold to where he goes? You know, to another team and everybody's everybody's yeah. right about him. I don't know. Um, maybe we'll, we'll talk about the NFC South here in a second. We we have a little Sam Darnold discussion sure. because that's been a, a nice surprise to me. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> NFC North, uh, Packers are leading. Looks like Rodgers is, you know, got his head out of his ass after Week One. I pounced on him. He didn't care. Blah blah blah. I still don't think the guy. I, I don't know. Hey, I can't. He's just wired different. Hey, since since you since you had your theory about Derek Carr, I've got one that I thought uh, sort of half baked on the couch thought of the other day, which was that I think that I still think that Week One uh, ass kicking to the Saints. I think that was him winking at his coach. I still think that Aaron Rodgers. I think uh, it's an accusation. I know. I think he. Threw, I think he threw that game. game. I think he threw the game to 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 wink to Matt Lafleur to just go. Just so you know, I can destroy your career in a heartbeat, and without me, you won't win anything. So I'll throw. I'm just gonna dink and dunk and miss Devontae Adams on a three yard cross and throw it to the other team. Just just to let you know who's in charge here. I, I the the wins and the losses start with me. Wow. I, I don't know, but that division's really weak. That the Lions are a lost cause. The Lovely, Vikings, yeah. the Vikings well, are going to finally fire. I mean, finally they've got a. I they should have fired Zimmer like four years ago, and yet they've they got the just, worst case. Right? They've got a. They've got a coach that needs fired, and they've got a quarterback yeah. that who, is who needs to go team. somewhere else. So what? what yeah. do you, this is a team. This is the worst. This is what I always say about teams like 
you know, it's a shit or get off the pot situation. The Vikings yeah. have drugged this out, and now they're they're four years from being a really good team. Yeah, it clearly they, wasn't working. Strike, let's say just straight gold like the Los yeah. Angeles Chargers on quarterback, you know, uh, they're in trouble. Yeah, I prescribe if I'm a if I'm the football franchise doctor, I prescribe dynamite for the Vikings because <laughs> yes. they they they're got nothing. I mean, they, even they even just, Cook, I think they should move him to find a get something and going. They just, they just paid a you know their veteran safety, you know, all this top end yeah. money. Like, well, what are you gonna do with a you know 35 year old safety now? Yeah. Like this is so many things didn't make sense. Yeah, that team's a mess and they look yeah. they look bad. And they're gonna have games to where we're gonna look wrong. This team is gonna have games to where they're gonna blow somebody's doors off. They're gonna score 45 points. They're gonna be like, okay, Vikings are better than we thought. No, no, they're not. At the end of the year, yeah. their wins and losses are gonna look exactly like we think they do. I uh, think so too. But I think the Bears are just what they are. Um Identity they're, they're, crisis they're re- with the quarterback. I, yeah. Yeah. This whole season is now going to be about Dalton and Fields, which whatever. Uh, I and also I, another coach that needs firing real bad. I mean, yeah, I, I real could, bad. Like, I just could. They just they're not going to matter. Like they're going to upset somebody. They're going to take bad losses. Yeah. They're just they're really just not going to matter by the end of the season. Bears only care if Fields looks good. That's all Bears care about. Yep. Like I hope I hope we didn't miss on Fields. The other day looked great. So they look like they have yeah. a quarterback. Well, as long as they don't ruin him in the process of, yeah, of exactly. running this awful offense that they run, and and it looks like David Montgomery might be seriously no, hurt yeah, from what I saw. Yeah. So I mean, without him and Tariq Cohen's out, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. It just they, they're just a team that's just that's all it's about. All their team is about the yeah. ne- is the next few years. To see a, see a next year team, I think is what that one might be. So. Yeah, and the Packers the Packers look exactly like Packers from last year. Yep. They're going to be really good. The, yep. Nothing matters about the Packers until the playoffs. Nothing else yep. matters. Like I, I don't. Yeah. It doesn't matter who they play, what they do, or whatever. Yeah, they'll win twelve or thirteen games and then get a couple yep. games in Lambeau. Yep. See if they Let, can actually make yep. it. So yep. Talk, talk to us in the playoffs. Um, you know, that's just go where for it on at. fourth down this time and see what happens. So, oh, how about when he jogs in the end zone last week on the exact same play that he didn't against Tampa? I'm, I'm, I'm not a Packers fan, but I'm like, man, that's got to be hard to take as a fan because I took a lot of shit for that dude. I, I put several still frames on there, and I'm like, you can't tell me that Rodgers can't get to the end zone right here. And everybody's like, well, you don't know, and this guy's closing. I'm like. I've watched a lot of Packers games, and yesterday he he just, can he, still move. Two days yeah. ago, he, he walks right in. I'm like, yeah. that was awkward. <laughs> so, uh, NFC South is interesting. Interesting division yep. uh, starts out Saints. You know, blast Packers, which now we know is a fraud thanks to Dan. I, I, the Saints <laughs> completely. Did. But you know what though? That matches up because they don't look like a very good team right now. Defense is fine. Uh, you know, Jameis is just. He's he's a six seven win quarterback. Well, they're also missing. They're missing arguably one of their two or three best players right now. Oh yeah, they still they still don't have Mike Thomas. And and I mean, if you're gonna have if you're gonna have James Winston sp- throw the ball around, you need a guy who catches 120 passes a year. Yeah, and, and, it helps Thomas a lot. Comes, when Thomas comes back, though, like his head won't be in it. Like he Thomas has no intentions. I I got the strange situation or feeling that like when he comes back, if this team's you know at that point, if they're three yeah. and five. I don't think you're going to see an all-out Mike Thomas. That's that's what because he wants to leave. protect the investment. I think on yes. himself. Yeah, I can't even blame him. I, I, I yeah. mean, it, it's it's a business. It sucks, but I can't even blame. Him. Not really too worried about the Saints. Panthers and Buccaneers are interesting. Panthers came out. It played really, really, really good this year. Uh, Darnold's yep. played. I mean, he's got. I think he's got five rushing touchdowns this yes. year. Just the offense yeah. looks looks really good. 
Um, we know the. I, let's say this: the Buccaneers are contenders. I think even with this sure. defense, everything we said about them, like you got Tom Brady, you you, you got good coaching, like you're, you're going to be in the playoffs. And then let's figure out. Let's talk. Yeah. How about the Panthers? Contenders or pretenders to you? I I actually really like what they're doing. I think I don't know what it is. Every time I watch them, I think this team looks well coached. They look like they've got a great, really great, sneaky great defense. Um, yeah. you know, it, it, it they they have things that you need to win football games, and they seem to be. They don't feel like a fraud. I mean, I haven't watched them as closely as I'm sure a lot of people have. They don't feel like a team. Darnold, I mean, uh, like we've said before about some teams, you know, in his situation and the way their offense runs, if they get down, you know, 17 points in a big game, do they have the capability to come back? Or is this uh, one of those classic, we can't can't run in a track meet sort of teams? But, I mean, do I think they're contenders for Super Bowl? No, but I think they could very much very well challenged Tampa Bay for the for the division and at least take a shot at a wild card spot but I love the fact that they've I love these reclamation quarterback things Me too. Project court, like Tannehill and him you know it's the same thing that somebody else just looks at him and goes I know how to use you and and you can run he can run he's a good runner I I heard somebody way way smarter than me in one of the NFL uh, podcast earlier this summer I was listening to and he said it's not only about the quarterback being ready is the team ready for you and that and that's what's key like you know that's why these players get mixed up and they get in bad spots but yeah. the Panthers were ready for Darnold they knew how to use him they had a plan and it's working just like what Tannehill you know did with Tennessee yeah. so that that's a great point I think they're good yeah I think they're a seven or six seed and could I. You know, wouldn't want to play him. And if Darnold yeah. is is healthy, he's a little like Josh Allen, where he can make a lot of stuff happen. And who knows? It's a who knows yeah. situation. Like, but um, I've been I've been pretty impressed with him. So yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be in the first round of the playoffs and have them come. I wouldn't go. want to be a pass happy team with them yeah. coming into the playoffs, realizing that you're going to have to win Matt a Rule. twenty to twenty to seventeen football game in order to get past them. Great, you know, great defensive coach. Yeah, totally yeah, agree. Absolutely. All right, so here we go. Are you ready to okay. talk about? The- the best division in football. Like without, <laughs> it's not even close. It's, we knew it would be coming in. This is yeah. not a surprise. This is not a disappointment. This is a obviously the NFC West is going to be the best division in football. I wanted to have you come on this week and talk about how great your uh, LA Rams were. They are really great. Uh, I still love them. I'm not worried about a loss, but they did take a a pretty solid. Now you probably watched the game closer than I did. So <laughs> right now the Arizona, so Arizona Cardinals are leading the NFC West, 140 yeah. points. They got one. Of, they got a top five offense and a top five defense mm-hmm. in the league. They look great. They look the part. We talked about Kyler Murray is doing everything yeah. right in year three, I believe. Uh, but the Rams also looked really good. Dominant win over Tampa Bay a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and I'm like, Stafford looks great. Um, not a disappointment so far. He's doing his job. But Cardinals did beat the Rams. Uh, yeah. Seahawks are what they are. 49ers are what they are. Um, I'll get your take on all of them because I'm sure you watch them closer than I do. But uh, Sure. Just, let's, so you watched a game the other day. What happened with the Rams in Arizona? You tell well, me. Well, Arizona is, is it's hard for me to admit and why I was sort of praising them earlier, but they look like a really good football team and I mean they beat the Rams by winning all the areas of a football game that are crucial to success it's not about just yards and points it's I wrote these a few things down they had 27 first downs against our defense which is a lot of first downs I mean six yards of play 
not even an attempt. Six yards per play, which means every two plays they're averaging a first down. Uh, eight for 13 on third downs, 35 minutes of possession overall. I mean, they they dominated. They controlled that game. I got to tell you, I, I almost watch every minute of every Rams game every time I can. Midway through the third quarter, I, I switched to the red zone because I was so frustrated watching yeah. their offense because they were never not gaining five, six, seven, eight yeah. yards, if not more. They were consistently moving the football. It, it is he, Kyler Murray's in that phase the way Russell Wilson was at his his peak and the way he still is at some points too. Kyler Murray's in this phase where their offense, you think there is no conceivable way to stop these guys from getting 10 yards in three plays. Yeah. If it's third and four, there's no way that we can stop all these different guys from going all over here and to stop him from, you know, juking a linebacker and running for a first down, which he did. I mean, he ran a third and 16 <laughs> and he was nowhere. It was nowhere close. I mean, he was he was he on that third and 16 and that changed the whole game. That play he was there was never in doubt. I mean, he broke outside and I thought, oh, there he goes. That's going to be 20 in a first down. Sure enough. Yes, it is. Well, thanks for recognizing that. I would you know, talk <laughs> talk a little football here. Inside football real quick is like, you know, I say that a lot. You just said that, that those plays change a game. And this is what Murray, the last couple years, it was right there. And and he might not, he might Mm -hmm. throw an interception. He might not make it, blah, blah, blah. This is what, in any young quarterback, this is what we're talking about. But those are the plays that just break your back as a team. And what I noticed, we'll we'll, we'll talk about the good about the Rams here in a second. We'll get past, we'll get past Arizona because the Rams are excellent. Uh, Zero worries with the Rams. But what I noticed was in the running game with what Arizona was doing, they really, um, they really pushed, they really pushed the Rams' defensive line like off track. Uh, yeah. You know, they they a lot of um, a lot of counter plays and stuff. But I was really surprised at how they were able to to move the Rams' defensive line. Yes. Um, now here's what I'll say in defense of the Rams, and then because we'll talk about how great they are. Sure, this is also what happens too. Just like what the Rams did to Tampa Bay, coaches know they have a certain team that they're like, we either need to win this game or have to win this game, or this would be a big deal. The Arizona has paid way more attention to what the Rams do and have game plan for it than what the Rams do to Arizona. Yeah. As to where I think the Rams, you look at that, you look at that Tampa Bay game, it was like there was never a doubt in your mind. So I think game one of Arizona versus Rams was Arizona dedicated way more effort to winning that game in the film rooms than probably the Rams did. I'm not, not, it's not an excuse. They beat them handily, but just when I watched it, I'm like, man, it's just, this game plan is perfect to beat the Rams game two. I don't know if that's going to be the case. Well, I think that'll be a big litmus test for the Rams this year is when they come back around because the, the I mean, again, why I switched off of the game for a bit was because it was frustrating to see them employ. I mean, the Rams are running sort of a similar defense to the what they did a couple years ago, mm-hmm. the, the sort of Wade Phillips couple of years when we went to the Super Bowl there. This bend don't break sort of soft zone that they're running on defense. I mean, it, it can work pretty well, but it, it also sacrifices six or seven yards of play. And Arizona was happy to take it, and we had no answer. It, it seemed odd to me that our defense didn't really have anything creative for a guy who, I mean, Kyler Murray to me is, uh, outside of maybe Lamar Jackson, one of the most, maybe the most unique quarterback to try to game plan against. And we kind of just came out with the same philosophy I, we brought 
for Brady. And I thought, yes, we're these saying, aren't the same guys. We're saying know? the exact same thing. I, I yeah. totally, and I totally, I think that's a real thing because you can only dedicate so much time. You can't rep, you cannot reenact. You can't represent what, what a guy like Murray, you know, a lot of times yeah. when they, when these teams, you know, and scout, you know, during the week and scouted, they have a wide receiver play a quarterback to represent yes. what the threat that Jackson, but you cannot represent that in practice. And I think that's a huge advantage that Murray has. Um, yeah. Everybody will think that, you know, so I, I don't think that I don't think this is like the Rams are frauds or anything like that. I think game two looks totally different. I think by the end of the season, these two teams are really good. But um, yeah. but I, well, I, I like the Rams. I have plenty to I have plenty to, to rip on my own team for because I'm happy to. And I know the, I know Rams fans are feeling angry this week that we lost anyway. So that's a tough one. That's a I, tough I one thing. I mean, Stafford, as great as he's been, he has missed a pretty solid chunk of throws. He has misfired a lot of uh, weird ball placement issues, which I mean, I didn't, I only ever saw his great plays with Detroit and I've, I've been on your show before to rave about them right after we traded yeah. for him, but he, he, he's misfired a lot of, a lot of passes and a problem that again, I think I've been on your show last year and, and ranted about this about Sean McVay. McVay's inability to believe in a running game drives me insane. Daryl yeah. Henderson was running all over them. And we get down, for some reason, in, inside the five-yard line, Sean McVay has no interest in running the football at all. We have, I mean, we're running plays inside the five, throwing nothing but the sort of rub routes for a, yeah. into the flat. And then Stafford was misfiring a little bit on those. And I thought, we've been running it all game. Just, just pound the rock. And again, the stats from the game, they dominated time of possession. They dominated long drives. They... They kept the ball moving, and and the Rams so often. Sean McVay's a little bit like uh, somebody playing Madden, calling plays. Sometimes he yes, gets I really was, pass happy. Very going to say happy. that is he acts as if there's that there's not a downside. Like no, it'll work. And I understand with Stafford, yeah. and even a little bit with golf. Like I understand the confidence in that. And I, I, I think part of it is like he wants. He, he knows he's that guy that just like with Brady, like if you yeah. look at the Tom Brady all these years, they could call a pass on any situation, any yeah. play, any down, and it worked. But and, and when that works, it does, it just completely throws the defense off. Like there is nothing sure. worse than watching your team play and, you know, it's, it's third and third and five, and they yeah. just like they, they throw it and they get the first down. Or if it's third and one, and they still throw out five yards, like when they're when they're never scared to throw yeah. it. So I, I don't, I kind of see what he's going for, but I also kind of see your side of it. it's like sometimes take advantage of what yeah. we talked about, what Los Angeles Chargers are doing yeah. is take advantage of that, like you know, get them, get everybody out of the way, and just just take your chunks, take what they'll give yeah. you sometimes. And, and, and I, I mean, and, not to mention that you have to balance an offense. To me, yeah. to me, I, I mean, even if there are numbers even out if there about that. Yeah, even if it's screen passes or whatever, yeah. that that can also be part of your. Like, I understand now. Like, you see, you see Kansas City do it a lot. Like, their stats yeah. may be out of order, but Mahomes may may throw the ball a yard. That's still yes. sort of a running game. Yeah, you know, it's a it's, quicker it's a quicker version of yeah, a sweep or a toss. Take, you know, it's take five yards. If, if yeah, and give it to you, take it. You got to give the defense a reason not to be playing on their heels. And, yes. and McVeigh does do that a lot. Where you think, all right, we want to throw the ball. That's good, but but you got to give these guys a reason to to lean on their toes before the snap because yeah. otherwise they're just going to wait on your passing. You know, you can design great route combinations. You can do all sorts of stuff, but but you got to keep them honest and you got to. Yeah. And, and Stafford, I mean, if you watch Week One. What is the first thing he do, does as a Ram? 
runs a play action pass and bombs over the top of the defense. And then I thought, okay, well now we're running play action pass, but they don't believe you're going to run. So instead, now the same have it anymore. Yeah, and he's underthrown. He, Stafford's underthrown Deshaun Jackson for maybe three touchdowns already this year. That oh, really? a couple of them have been picks, and one of them was you know should have been a pick. It, it, the Rams' offense needs more balance, and and it starts with Sean McVay, which you know as great as a coach he is, and I'm glad we have him after all the other years oh, that yeah, I've yeah. been through. But his balance and his his ability to sort of call a game is at times pretty questionable and I, I think a lot of Rams fans feel that way as well. Yeah, no, no, that that's fair too. Um I don't I I like say there's there's nitpicks to be had there, but I do feel better about this team with Stafford sure. and with everything they have. I I know they're good. 17 game season. Here's the problem though. I will say this yeah. though. I will admit in this division, these teams, none of these teams have yeah. a lot of like they don't have a lot of room for error. They don't have a lot of experimentation weeks to where yeah. they can go. You if you go in a slump in the NFC West, you could be a really yeah. good team and be out of the playoffs. Like well, this Thursday, this Thursday is a good it's test for the Rams. Ginormous. I mean, after what they just did against Kyler Murray, they're going to have to go play a quarterback with a similar style and Russell Wilson. And you know, yeah. we could and, be three and, and two. And they have they have to win this game. They really yes. do have to win this game, or it's like okay, what's wrong? You're into the then yeah. You don't Seattle jumps you. And you know, yeah. Seattle kind of knows what it takes to sort of like, I don't yeah. think they're what they were the last few years, but they've got a quarterback that knows what it takes to like maybe eke out, you know, you know, yeah. gut out these victories. So you don't want them to catch up. You don't want yeah, to go a long way. Healthy. You go a long way with a quarterback and a coach in the NFL and, yeah. and Seattle's uh, Seattle's always at risk of, of pushing the table on people and because you know, it's. It's and you know, because like San Francisco is going to, you know, knock the snot out of you when you play them. You're going to come out of the yeah. game with injuries and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So to yeah. me, honestly, I don't, it's not a must win game for the Rams. I think they can make the playoffs in sure. any scenario. But if you want to win this division, possibly yeah. even get that by, especially as good as Dallas looks in that division. Yeah. Like I think Dallas is, you know, in the lead for that first that one yeah, single box. Dallas and Green Bay and those two terrible divisions it's, have, have they, the they inside really, track on that. It's, really, it's a, they're playing a different game than the Rams yeah. are. So I yeah. I think this is a really folk just like Arizona. We talked about Arizona did Rams already did it versus Tampa Bay. Coming into Thursday, Rams need to focus, just dedicate themselves to because yep. you also have to be able to do that if you're going to tell me you're a Super Bowl team. You have to be able to bear down and focus and win a game, right. just like we've seen the Patriots do for years. We've seen Baltimore do it a lot. Pittsburgh yeah. over the years, it's like, I mean, how many times do we see somebody roll into Pittsburgh midseason? Like, oh, Cincinnati's got a chance, or, and and Pittsburgh yeah. just just cut them off at the pass. Like, no, nah, it's not yeah. happening. Like, this is our yeah. division. This is what we're gonna do. To me, I think the Rams need that. Oh, the, that well, the Rams. Said, Sean McVay is tw- uh, I think sixteen and five after a loss. So, yeah. I mean, all, he's got a lot of record numbers that people are throwing around about him right now. That's an interesting one. Is you know that was a tough loss at Arizona. Are they gonna yeah. is are they gonna be able to bounce back? Seattle on the road, short week. I that's tough. Know. Yeah, that's tough. That's, a, but, tough, but that's a tough one. That being said, good coach. Okay. I think Stafford's look great. Um, um, the team was good. You know, Cup is, looks is the best receiver in the league right now, Love which him. is amazing. Love him. Yeah. Wait a minute, I heard I heard somebody float a nick float a nickname for him earlier today, and I don't know if it's okay. going to or not. They think they're going to call him White Rice. <laughs> is that great? Is it going to stick? I think it's going to stick. Is White Rice what? great? I mean, White Rice does stick. So um, <laughs> I guess yeah, that- I know. I see what I did there. 
Yeah, I'm in. Go. I'm in on white right. rice. Uh, yeah, look, I, 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 I'm giggling now, but next, you know, Thursday night, I should say Thursday night, I'm gonna, it's gonna pop into my head. And I'm gonna, gonna go, I, oh, I didn't come up with it. I heard it okay. today that they called it white rice, and it means okay. so many different things. And I'm like, I'm in. Okay. I'm in on white. I don't rice. mind it. I, I think I can dig that one because this is what we talked about. Like, I, I'm right. kind of enjoying watching the NFL this year. I'm, I'm all, <laughs> and he is, he's doing a fantastic job. Like that guy oh, is yeah. really, really, uh, really, really. Doing, he's just doing his job, and they're taking yeah. advantage of it, and I love it. The great all-around receiver. Yeah, yeah. You got fifty-year-old Deshaun Jackson out there still running go routes. I mean, yeah. what? The, I went there. He man. can still do it too. I mean, I, I know he's it's amazing. He's going to touch yeah. on against Tampa Bay. And I thought, whole like this, the thirty-four years old, he's still got burners. Isn't on that him, so. crazy? Um, so, <laughs> no, I love them. They're going to be fine. It's it's cool. So, all right. I so that's. So. We, we, we had the report. We had the standards and all that. So now it's time. You get to be the, the first person on with me. Uh, okay. I'm going to release my power rankings here in a second. Okay. And then you get to live tell me um, what a dumbass <laughs> I am or, or sure. whatever. Sure. So I'll, I'll probably – let's find the picture. I'll probably screw this up because we're going to do some uh, screen sharing here. So be patient, everyone. There we go. And – Week five NFL power rankings. If anything screwed up, it's because I don't have a producer to overlook. It's <laughs> my excuse all the time on my stuff too. Yeah. It's oh, not yeah. My fault. Right. Yeah. It's not taking up fault. with the producer. So. So <laughs> here we go. Week five NFL power rankings. I hate to say it, man. Number one, Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Um, no argument there. I and I told you why. If if their if their name was the New England Patriots, we'd say they were the greatest team we've ever saw. Blah blah. You, I yep. can't. They're undefeated, top five defense, top five offense. Yeah. Um. You know, I I really I thought the Rams would beat them last week. They didn't. I think the Rams are really good. So I got to give I got to give Arizona credit for the win. So as of now, I get the Arizona Cardinals, and I don't I don't think it's going to line up this way. But I, I would just be being an asshole if I didn't put them up there. <laughs> I got the Bills at two, which. Every week, somebody like you that has logic tells me why I'm wrong. <laughs> and then the next week, they'll beat somebody by 40. And I'm like, I don't know. I kind of don't know what to do with the Bills. And I, and every week, I go, I think I'm wrong. And every week, yeah. I put them up there. But I, I think I'm wrong. I don't think they're that good. But then I, I don't get very far down there. So I think I just need to have the cojones to to put them back. I got three, I got your Rams at three. So we're good. We're All fine. Right. Everything's All cool. Right. Everything's cool. All right. They're at three. Uh, Buccaneers at four. Oh, I may argue. I may argue that Dallas should be up where you we would, are. You would have a valid argument if I hadn't. It, it's hard to look past that that Rams win over the Buccaneers. That looked really good. Yeah. Um, it, Dallas looks really good, but they haven't necessarily crushed a gr- like great team. I mean, I give them credit for beating the Panthers. I just think that. Right. I think. I think overall the Rams look better, but if they played tomorrow, I really honestly think it would be one of the best games. There's a good chance there's a playoff matchup there, but to I, the Rams in. and the Cowboys, I'm I think in. I think that could be on our slate later on in the year. Yeah, yeah, that's, a, but both both teams look great, and I could that that was a tough one, and I got the Buccaneers above just because I they'll just win, they kind of figure it out, blah blah blah. I, they're not going to wind up being at four, but if I put them down at eight now. It, it's just too early. It's it, these are tough. Hey, these are this is not my funnest yeah. part of the. Yeah. <laughs> I have a rule about my power rankings. I try not to knee jerk and just drop teams. You know, like oh no, that's crazy. And, and I mean, Tampa Bay is Tampa Bay is, is good three team. feet from being maybe down in the eleven to twelve range here this right. week. You know, just, right. It, I, it's it's. 
I, I probably how different you, did they look? How different? Uh, I'm thinking about it now. How different did the Tampa Bay look in that game in the rain without Gronkowski? Because I thought this is they're desperately missing a guy to just a big just, giant body to just throw a ball to in the red zone. He, and I he think really Mike looked Evans, like he needed it. Really seeing some. I really Mike Evans has disappointed me. Um, you know he has games that look yeah. good. I picked him as a possible offensive player of the year. He has not looked at. He looks a little older, a little slower. Um, there's definitely a lot of chinks in the bucket. Yeah. Let's put it this way. I'm ready to drop the Buccaneers. I So anybody <laughs> knows I do my power rankings, you have a bad loss. Or if you have a bad loss or a great win, I make you wait a week. So I, I call it like, let's see how you back it up. Okay. The Buccaneers have okay. another shitty game. They're ready to get dropped. You know, say the Rams will lose again. Like, we got to start thinking. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's kind of how I do it. Quick. Yeah. That's kind of how I do it. So, uh, you know, I got, the, I got, the, I do have the Cowboys at five. I love them. We talked about them earlier. I got the yeah. Packers at six now because they just look like a team that can beat you. They look like a team that can beat a, basically every team in the league. Yeah. It's just, they're just kind of in that mode. I got the Browns at seven. The defense looks so fantastic that I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that they can just, play defense their way to the playoffs. I yep. don't know what to make of them. I know they they're not really scoring right now, but yeah. I I I, I don't I don't know what to do with them. Yeah, like, they grind. Know. They 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 just they've got a they've got a winning formula even if Mayfield yep. and the passing offense is a little confusing at times. I mean, yep. controlling the ball, running the ball, playing great defense, it's hard to go against that yep. but no matter who you are, really. I, I you know, I got the Ravens at eight. They they barely beat Detroit, but they do beat Kansas City. They look really good, you know, the the other day against Denver, but yeah. then Denver had a current quarterback. I don't have to make of the Ravens either, but you know, mm-hmm. they they win. They're proven win. I think think Jackson, like I think he's a little better than a lot of people. So they they wind up at eight. I got the Chargers yeah. at nine, just because right now I don't know if the Chargers are quite ready for for like the focus games like we just talked about. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do I think the Chargers, if they come off this win, you know, to Las Vegas and then they just roll in the next week and keep that momentum going, then it's a different thought. But just yeah. young teams tend to have this like up and down kind of scenario. So I need to see the Chargers to, to back it up this week. But I do, I do love them. Uh, Chiefs are up at 10. It's just one of those things. It's like you watch them play and you're like, I don't want to play them. Yep. Like as a Rams fan, like I don't think you want to sign up to play the Chiefs tomorrow. No. No, and, and they took a couple horrible losses. Like it, they're. But I do agree with you. Their defense is bleeding. Um, I think their offense gets them through it. So this is also kind of like when I do my rankings. It's also like I look down the road. What are your chances of getting to the Super Bowl? I would be crazy to put the Chiefs below the Broncos just because of the <laughs> records. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like it's. it's yeah. I try to explain that to people. Like, yeah, I know the Chiefs are two and two, and they lost to who. I, I don't care. Like same with same with the Panthers. You know that's that's right. I'm still. I wouldn't put you know my life savings on Panthers to go yeah, exactly. all the way at yeah. this point either. So. so I I I try to look at your path to the Super Bowl and like sure. I just can't take the Chiefs out of it until they're knocked out of the playoffs. Uh, yeah. Seahawks jumped up to eleven. They're they're just one of those teams that's always going to bounce around at that number. Raiders dropped down. You know I saw some flaws in them, but they're a decent team. They're going to you know we talked about it. they're going to win some more games, but I don't know. Forty mm-hmm. ers uh, they're starting to just become too injured. Like as much as I loved them going into the season, at some point yeah. you have to be like, okay, you guys just aren't going to be healthy. I don't think their rookie quarterback steps in in that division and can get them to the playoffs. That's you know, I think they could be a good team, but that division is just too good to overcome 
you know, yeah, they, they're going to be, I mean, a quarterback uncertainty, whatever brand it comes in, no matter who you are, it's just, it's never good for a football team, yeah. really. I mean, you need, there needs to be the guy, a guy that you just ride with the whole way. Well, yeah, you got it. You know, it, unless, it, unless there's an, a serious injury and then somebody steps in and goes, all right, now I'm the guy, but. They, you have to they, know how to call the play. Out. Yeah, you have to know. Yeah. How to call. You're right. They got to figure. They got to know how to call the plays. I mean, they, they have so much talent. I think it's one of those like nobody wants to play them, but I just you know this tough division and yeah, yeah. You're right about what you said before. Anybody who plays the Niners, you're you're probably coming out limping. Yes. yes. So um, you know, uh, Panthers drop down to 14. Who knows what they're going to do? We talked about. Still like them. They got a great chance. You know, in that division, it's not or, or maybe a wild card. You know, maybe you can yeah. push, uh, push Tampa Bay. We'll see on the Panthers. It's one of those teams in three weeks if they're, yeah. <laughs> you know, if they're five and two. Okay, then we'll have a talk about sure. it. Titans, sure, yeah. um, they're just in a terrible division. So they're at 15, which basically puts you in the playoffs. Um, that's all I can say about them is that they're going to be yeah. in the playoffs and they're going to probably win all their division games. They got to figure out how to score some points with those yeah, guys on they, the offense. I mean, yeah, they got to figure something out. I don't, I think, I think Vrabel's going to start running into, he needs some off. He needs like, he needs to start delegating or something like starting to see some holes in just Vrabel's coaching. Well, overall. they're missing a lot. Yeah. Actually, Vrabel's coaching is something that, I, that the more times yeah. I watch Titans games, I think he, and he's done it for a few years. They lose games every year that you think, what in the world were you yeah. guys up to like how how could you possibly lose this yeah. and i mean the titans again you know they the anybody in the world would swap out Corey davis for julio jones for sure but in terms of how you space the defense with yeah. your offense you you replaced a burner a really good burner receiver with a a, a great receiver of course he's a hall with of an famer injured, really with an injured great receiver but he's a bit limpy and he's 30 yep. and he doesn't run that fast anymore and now all of a yep. sudden all those you don't stretch and now everyone's coming down a little yep. closer to you so you know they they might need to find a way to get some speed on their offense to to they got to open it up they got hey, you're gonna, yeah. hey you, if Tannehill's Hill's your guy it's a quarterback league open it up you got to let him go or you're yeah. screwed and it helps you running back. You know, yeah, I actually, helps me back too. Yeah, I actually got the Bengals of sixteen this week. I mean, they're three and one. They, I mean, it's it was it's one of these after the Bengals, you start going like I don't yeah. know what to do with the other teams. Like as good as the NFL season's been through four weeks, yeah. There's a lot of teams that I'm like, none of you are going to the playoffs. Like right. somebody's getting into playoffs this year that does not deserve it. So I had the Bengals up to sixteen because I think because of quarterback play slightly puts them over the edge. If the Washington football team had Joe Burrow, I would put them at you know a little higher. Yeah. They don't. Uh, 18's the Broncos. You know we talked about that. They they're just. They're good. They're a good team with quarterback issues. Um, yep. The Saints. I don't think they know what they're what they are yet. Yeah. Uh, I dropped the Vikings to twenty because I know they can still beat a lot of teams, but I don't really care. So they're just. Kind <laughs> I of think they they can beat teams. They just won't. Yeah. Ex exactly. Problem. Exactly. They're a can't they they can beat you, but yeah. I don't think they're going to. Patriots look good. I think they're going to lose a lot of close games and look good in them. And I think Mac Jones is going to keep getting better. Yep. But I also. I, I, they're gonna. Have, they have some scoring issues also. When you try to dink and dunk, you know teams are gonna get you. Uh, I don't. Yeah. And, and that's no real, no real I, receiving threat on their exactly. team either. And, that's, and, and Brady it's tough got, for them. Yeah, Brady got through that. Mac Jones is struggling a little bit. Yeah, he's gonna need some. And he can. I shouldn't say he needs receivers, but he can use some receivers. But um, I think they're just yeah. gonna kind of. 
they're going to be a tough team. Their defense looks good, but they're they're just going to dwindle. I think the Eagles are hopeful, but I got them at twenty two just because I just I think they're just going to keep losing games. But yeah. I, if I'm an Eagles fan, I would be ecstatic at what I've seen from Hurt so far. I that's I'm just just straight up ecstatic. Like oh my gosh, we might not have to. You know, blow. <laughs> Might not take the 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 Dan Felton dynamite to the team. <laughs> uh, Colts are terrible, but somebody's got to be at twenty three. Uh, you know, I we, think we the talk. Colts. I think mid season the Colts could be a lot higher than where they are right now. In general, yeah. I think they. I think they That's might fair. start rising. Really tough schedule to start their year. That's a yeah. day to, they did. Start. Yep, you I know. brought that up before the season. the The Bears are probably going to be right there the rest of the year. I think yep. they're going to win a couple more games. They're going to lose a couple games. They're going to talk about the quarterbacks the rest of the year. They're they're at twenty four. It, it, they're not going to matter. They're not going to no. matter. And they're uh, going to fire their coach and find somebody who runs yeah. an offense that helps yeah. the rookie quarterback. Steelers are at 25 just because I guess they have enough players to upset somebody. I, I just yeah. cannot see them making a run and putting it together. I can't see Roethlisberger finishing the season. No. And I honestly don't care. Uh, yeah. Don't like the guy. They've got nowhere to go to either without him. I mean, they're going to they, go back yep. to, oh, to yeah, they're Dwayne Haskins. I mean... So yeah, boy. I don't even. I yeah, Haskins is there. Uh, Tommy is uh, Rudolph uh, still there? My Mason yeah, Rudolph. I, yeah. We always <laughs> called him Randolph Maddox for some reason. Uh, almost called him uh, Tommy Maddox. That's why because we basically we just combined resembles them. them. Yeah, yeah. Randolph Maddox. Like it doesn't matter. They're done. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I think the Dolphins screwed up on quarterback and they don't even have one planned right now. Yeah, it's it's going to be a lost season. But we've got a good coach and. And now we're looking at another two-year plan. I have no yep. idea what's going to happen down there. Uh, really disappointed. Giants just, yeah, the Giants got a lot of things wrong. Uh, they're twenty-seven. They they just can't, they can't score enough points. They can't find a good coach either. They they just keep no, trying yeah. new guys. It just keeps not working out. You know, another another Belichick assistant who's gone to yeah. head coach a team. Has there been a, le- a less successful coaching tree in the history of football than Bill Belichick's assistant? Gra- no. If, considering Bill Walsh puts out Hall of Famers. I'm yeah. Bill Walsh coaching tree. I mean, no, it's been weird. I think Flores in Miami is the best one. Like he sure. has the close. He's, he's done the closest to represent what Belichick did. Hey, hey his, his assistants is- over the years, over the years, his assistants have had a couple of good years here and there. You know, even Eric yeah. Mangini was taking the hey, Jets remember, to the playoffs. But- hey, remember yeah. Charlie Weiss? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Romeo Cornell had a moment, too. I mean, they've all had moments, but it doesn't last. Very. Josh McDaniels made the smartest move just going back and staying. Yeah, he's there. like, yeah, McDaniels like, just be good at my I job here. I didn't know I was going to have to do it with Tebow. <laughs> yeah. like I'm back. I'm back, coach. I'm in. Um, uh, Falcons at 28. They're terrible. Uh, they yeah. try hard. Ryan's still poor Ryan. I think, think Ryan should have probably moved on to a team that maybe is close. He might need a Stafford where. move, I think, is what he's, I think so too. he may really think, desperately um, need. And he may not want to. He may not even care. We, you never know. Sure. Um, Jaguars send him, send him to the Giants. I think Matt Ryan to the Giants or the Broncos or something next year, you know? Oh, there you go. Oh, Broncos. Nice. That's a great landing spot for Matt Ryan. You heard it here first. <laughs> and then my bottom four, the Jaguars, Lions, Jets, Texas. Put him in a Yahtzee. Like absolute Yahtzee fire. Just shake him up. Fire. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah, the uh, Lions are the Lions are far worse than I thought they would. I mean, you know, I think they're just as bad as I thought. I, so I think they're better than I thought. They I thought were they would be. I didn't think they'd be good, but I I, I didn't really think they'd be this. And golf doesn't. Bad. Did you notice though? Golf doesn't look much like golf. Doesn't look horrible. Like he just. Looks, yeah, he's made a few plays for them this year. Where I went. Where the, 
where where like, was this all these years? And yeah. you know, he's moving in the pocket, he's throwing off, yeah. he's pinpointing throws. You know, I'm like, what is? This? Yeah. If you were doing this with the Rams, you would still be there. Oh, you need one more. Like I know he was injured last year, but my gosh, one one more healthy game. And yeah. Things are, maybe we write a different story, but right. it is what it is. So yeah, put those two in the bottom. Texans are just a, a, an absolute dumpster fire right now. Yeah. They they've got a. You know, one of the best quarterbacks in the league that nobody knows what to do with. They know where they're going to trade them, blah, blah, blah. Yep. The, the team is just awful. The Jets, I don't care if they won. I I, I, I don't care. Like, okay, you, I moved them up one because I'm like, okay, you won. I don't want to be a dick. You guys are <laughs> terrible. Um, your, your offensive line is coming together. I don't think that Zach Wilson is near as close as people think after uh, that game. What were you saying about what were you saying about uh, when you draft a quarterback and you miss? I mean, the Jets are a franchise that are that just cannot oh. stop missing on the quarter. They keep they keep getting franchise quarterbacks falling into their lap, and they keep ruining them one by one. And it's yeah, I think that's a better way to say it. I, it's starting yeah. to look like, especially with Darnold, it's starting to look more like yeah. It might there. be the Jets. The problem might be the Jets. I mean, not the yeah. players. So, yeah. And, and and I don't know what the, I don't know what the recipe for that is as a team ownership. I have no idea what causes it, but it's a real thing. It's a real yeah. thing. Cleveland Browns. And here's the thing: I don't even think Cleveland Browns are done missing on quarterbacks. I think they're about to have the worst miss on a quarterback ever because they're about to give a average quarterback eighty or. Forty million dollars well, a year. That market's going to get set, right? Which is which is yep. why you know oh, it's just like all these teams. You got to you develop a quarterback yourself, and you're he it's may not be what you want, but you got to pay him it's because golf situation. Yeah, man. you can't go back. I mean, in hindsight, sure, the Rams should never have signed Goff to that contract, but what he was coming off a Super Bowl appearance, and he's twenty three years old. What are you going to do? What are you going like, to do? It's a, yeah. it's a, the conundrum. I'm wondering when one of these teams is finally going to say no. Like right, it, it is. Are the Browns? You got the you got the Browns coming up. You got the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, Lamar Jackson's negotiating his own contract. Uh, we'll see how that's that a goes. risk. That's a risky one. I mean, I yeah, mean, great, the great player he is. He's one. He's yeah. one bad tackle away from from being a different player. It's if I'm Lamar Jackson. I can't sign a contract fast enough. I can't. Well, I would sign it. Like oh, I'll take it. Whatever you got. Kyler Murray's in the same boat, right? Yeah. Kyler Murray, as good as he's playing through four games now, and he's number one, and his team's number one on your list. I mean, he's his issue every year so far has been by week eight, you know, he's banged up, and when he gets banged up, he, he struggles a and little this, bit. And this summer will be his it's his contract's not up. It's the four year deal, but most of these right. quarterbacks, it's your the summer after your third season to where yep. you sign the giant contract like Josh yep. Allen. Um, I think golf was probably in there somewhere. His yep. might have been different. Um, but anyway, right now it's like after your third season is when you start negotiating. Yep. He's got he'll have all the power, but you're exact and I know that's every player, but it is a little different. Like, you know, Prescott got hurt. Yeah. yeah. Nobody thought it was the end of his career. They thought like, oh, that sucks. As sure. to where, you know, you know, guys that use their legs more, it's obviously more of a liability. And I think Jackson's at the very, very, very low end of that. Um, oh, yeah. Nobody I, uses good, it more. I mean, good for him banking on himself. But my God. Um, yeah. It's a, you, know, it's a I, you know what? Credit to him for like running the ball as much as ever and negotiating the contract. Like yeah. he's not, he's not out there. He's not out there making business decisions. So good for Lamar Jackson. He's, he's, he's got, he's, 
We've got more cojones than I um, hope it lasts. I, I mean, I, I love, too. I love the evolution yeah. of the position to being more of a dynamic. I mean, I've yet to see, I've yet to see any sort of defensive coordinator find the solution to that. I mean, apart from blitzing different, which is my big gripe against the Rams of the lot the other day was I thought you're just going to keep brushing four guys against this guy. You're never going to catch him in a million years. And no. they just kept doing it. So his pocket, know. his pocket is sideline to sideline, and that's yes. that's. And I think Murray is actually the most unique in the league right now. Is like Jackson doesn't roll his pocket. Like once he takes off, right. he's like I can get fifty yards with my legs. He doesn't yep. tend to. Uh, Murray resets his pocket, yep. you know, on us on the sideline. But then when you see the still shot. He, you know, he's in perfect quarterback form. That's what yeah, he rolls. Him. He does this thing where he rolls and then, you know, four steps into rolling yeah. out. He stops and he gets upright and he looks he and looks then he goes, perfect. okay. And he's so quick that he goes in and out of stopping yeah. and starting and, yeah. and everybody, nobody knows what to do. Yeah. Right. And he's looking downfield. He's looking for the, he's looking for somebody to throw to his touchdown to AJ Green was exactly that rolled yeah. out to his right, just flick of the wrist. And the thing went 45 yards into a hall of fame yeah. receiver's hands. And you go, how do you stop that? I mean, that's you tough. can't right now. You can't yeah. right now. Um, but it, 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 that's it. That's what we love about the game, man. That's what we love Absolutely. about the game. Absolutely. So, Dan, this was a blast. Um, you are definitely my MVP in the first four games. <laughs> this was fun oh. to catch. This was fun to catch up. Uh, we covered a lot, and it seems like a long time, but we covered a lot. Um, really, really proud of we it. I want to a thorough, thorough look at the league here this, today. This is, this is good. Love yeah. it. I, I feel like we've reset uh, for everyone. I feel good about it. I feel good about talking things out. Um, you know, yeah. with you, I like I like picking your brain because you watch it a lot like I do. When when you're not watching your favorite team, yeah, you you're you're more analytical and you're oh, not over emotional and you're not you're not a hater. It's tough sometimes. It's like trust me, like and it's not this isn't picking on Dallas fans, but like I don't know if you try to have conversation with Dallas Cowboys <laughs> fans, but they're <laughs> lunatics. And that's coming from an Ohio State fan. I think, uh, honestly, that uh, the more the more time I spend on Twitter and on the internet in general, I'm starting to realize that's every sports fan of every it really team. Is, is. Is, it's you hard can't. to find anybody to talk any sports that aren't. It's not it, memes and hate. You know? Yes. I'm so negative. Like, there's no sense in it. We're yeah, I'm I'm the same way. Like, as, and like I'm a high state fan. If I say somebody else is good, like, oh, why do you hate Ohio State? I'm like, I don't. I, I I'm not like I, I can I can uh, see, you know. Yeah. Well, hey, look, I'm a I'm a Miami Hurricanes fan, right? Which you know that is a fan base, rabid fan base, and and I I stay out of it right now because I have nothing good to say about any of them. It's a a, a tough season for y'all, and it's a tough season. I I I think it's a disgraceful program at the moment right now. I I predicted this. We uh, Chris LeBron, president of our network, a Miami Hurricanes fan. When we did a college football pregame show, I said, "Here's what I." forecast for Miami that I worry about. And I'm on their side. I like Derek King. I have nothing against them, whatever. Yeah. And here's what I for I forecast. I was like, they're going to come out. They're going to build up the Alabama. They're going to give it to all. Yep. They're going to get, they're going to possibly. Yep. Now we look back, get thumped. And I said, they got that Appalachian state game the next week that they're going to have to fight through. Cause I, yep. I've got good Appalachian state. I just, from the, I just knew that yep. combined with coming off Alabama, I'm going to grab the fight. And I was like, and then coming to, back on that they're gonna have tough teams yep. and they're gonna be emotionally and physically beat up and sure enough you know king's hobbling they got guys out yeah. they obviously are devastated from you know the alabama and then and now it is just yeah it is just uh, and it's, it's as the I same said, story jeff it's the same story it's been for 15 years they're in the, they're in a hotbed of talent in florida they recruit good players they do a shit job of developing them a shit job no of holding them accountable whatsoever. 
and and they uh, they do nothing but waste talent there and and as much as i've i've tried to keep my swearing sailor mouth uh, uh, in check <laughs> i'll say one thing about the miami hurricanes program and i mean this with love they should throw that fucking chain in a fire oh. and the rings and they should have done it four years ago because there's there's the most disgraceful thing it's in so sports is the stupid chain and the stupid rings that they pull out i mean it's just it's so overplayed and it's so overdone and it's embarrassing you, now. You can't do any of that when you're losing. Like you just can't. Like, yeah, I, you can't I, win I, six games a year and put on a diamond chain and act like you've done anything because it's it's gross. And they, who when they, they fire this they coach the, didn't they pull out the turnover chain against Alabama? Yeah, they pulled it out when they were down thirty four to ten or whatever it was, and they did it they did it against Michigan State too. It's just I when it came out, I thought it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen, and it was so it was, Miami it was, and it now. Was cool. And I mean that year when they brought it out, they went they was started like eleven and zero. Really I mean they good. blew the really season good. like they always do at the end. But I think it's the the worst thing in all of sports on planet Earth is the My Americans turnover chain. And the the only thing worse is the stupid touchdown rings they decided to add to it a couple of years ago. It's it's gross and awful. And I hope I hope that when they fire this coach they have now, the first thing the new guy does is grab that chain and drop it in a trash can and go. The shit's over. <laughs> all right, we're done. And we, um, we honestly, we could do another hour just trying to figure out. I don't, I don't even know who they. I don't even know who they go after to hire. Like I don't know who fixes this. Because um, you got a team, you got a team right up the road. You got Florida State who can't. Who even can't worse. Fix. I mean, the only thing about a Miami Hurricane fan right now is at least he can look at Florida State and go, "Well, they're worse than us." <laughs> and the only coach I would, the only viable candidate, but he'll never leave his current job is Mario Cristobal from uh, uh, Oregon. Because he's a Miami guy, he's an old school. I wouldn't say never. I wouldn't say never. I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know why I, I wouldn't leave Oregon to go to Miami and to be part of that nightmare. So, do you think though, with what that we've finally seen a, a a finally you know the ACC has seen a weakness in Clemson? Do you think yeah. that this is now when? Because I think honestly that factors in when you have conferences like all the conferences have these juggernauts at the top, whether it's a high yep. state, Alabama or Clemson, if I'm a team in that conference and I'm in the middle of the road, am I going to uh, pay a coach, you know, some yeah. astronomical contract when I know that like we can't get to. So now that we finally see, you know, Clemson come back to earth a little bit right now, does yeah. Miami say, okay, okay. Florida state's down. Clemson's down. North Carolina's a fluke. They're losing their quarterback. I don't know how you convince any coach. Even the ACC is wake forest. Yeah, I don't know how you can convince any coach after after outside of money. That's what I'm saying. It's got to be money. Well, even money wise, I mean, and and the school won't fork up the amount of money they I might want to pay so somebody. That's, that's, but also situation wise, it's a terrible situation. Their stadium is an hour outside of the city. Nobody wants to go to the games. It's in an inaccessible location. The student base doesn't want to go there. The the school doesn't give a shit about sports. They care about science and medicine. They're a yeah. private medicine school. They don't care about how sports anymore. They? How dare I know, I know, it's insane. I, I'm starting to Which think that maybe crazy, Miami's. Man. I know you hey. live up north, down here in America. Science and education isn't really the top <laughs> of our list, buddy. So nowhere near, something... nowhere near football. I know. No, I mean, that is something <laughs> special that, that there's a, that, 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 to find anybody that cares about science and education at all. Yeah. So it's a little hey, shocking, I'm right? A Miami Hurricanes fan right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of UM Medicine. Yeah, you know what kind of it, when I read a study and I see them on it, I go, yeah, go Miami. Good Keep advancing you. medical science. Yeah, we're taking <laughs> over the Mayo Clinic. That's oh. right. <laughs> I, but that uh, being said, we, 
we, we could use a few more. We could use a few more sizes sure. right now. Sure, why not? So, why not? So, why not? All better. right. You know what? Go Miami. I feel better yeah. about where you're at as a, yeah. as a school right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, I, I, want to, I want to see uh, you know, a research assistant come in and, and with the turnover yeah. chain on. Yeah. Like, yeah. You sell the chain and go fund some more science or something. I don't know. Just what's the point? The football team's not doing anything good with it. So. <laughs> Oh shit! All right. See, that was fun. I feel better about that now. I feel better about yep. good. Uh, good. I feel better about where, where we're at. But you got the Rams. That's the bottom yep. line. You're gonna be yep. fine. You got. You got. Well, very, hey, look. Awesome I've been a Rams fan for my whole life, and for 15 years, they were the worst team on earth to watch. And now I live in a different universe where the only thing, the only thing I think all every week now, even after they lost, was well, this whole season is Super Bowl or bust. I'm not. I'm not thankful to make the playoffs like I was a few years ago. I'm not hoping to take a shot at it like we did when we went to the Super Bowl a few years ago. Now it's all or nothing, and and that's my expectation. So this is a new world to live in. I well, I don't know how to feel about it. I'll make you feel better. I'm a Dolphins fan. <laughs> we haven't been to a Super Bowl <laughs> since 1984. Oh. The the Rams have been to three just since then. So it it's it's hard for me to muster up a lot of sympathy. That's true. That's for, true. You could be a Lions fan. You could oh. be a Lions fan. Oof. Or a Browns fan. Yeah. Minnesota's had it fairly rough. That's a, that's a tough one. Yeah, there's some there's some real dumpster organizations out there yeah, still. And, yeah, yours is not yours is not one of them. That's true. Yeah. Could be worse. Could be much worse. Could be worse. You could you could yeah. Maybe maybe the they'll open up the L.A. Rams a school for science and technology, <laughs> and, and, and everything will be fine. Bring all my worlds together into one. <laughs> Go science. Go science. Yeah, that's I don't, that's not going to happen. Uh, uh, all right, man. This was this was a, this was a ball. I'm glad we got to talk a little college football. I get revved up for that. Um, so that's it. So once again, tell everybody uh, where they can find you and uh, what, what you got going on in the very near. Future. I have to remember. I have to remember myself that everything's different now. So uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Disinformed Dan. It's the new handle. If you're already following the old account, no worries. It's it's the same thing. Nothing's new. I just changed the handle. Uh, the Sort of Goods podcast is basically under that with me now and is on the new website disinformed.ca sorry american people it is a dot ca <laughs> not a dot com there's somebody owned the dot com and i wasn't going to pay them their fee so as a canadian i can buy the cheap dot ca since i uh, i'm so lucky um but uh, sort of goods is coming back in a couple of weeks it's just a weekly collection of interesting stories from around the world trying to trying to you know learn things and not take it too seriously because i mean you guys know what the news that's all it seems to be these days is taking it too seriously. So um, you can also listen to the fucking A podcast. That's fucking without the G, E-H, uh, e as a Canadian as it gets. Uh, it's me and my buddy Matt doing a comedy, just you know, laughing at the world and the insanity that it fills hey, it up every day. Somebody has to, man. Well, it's it's we're doing taking our best shot at it. Uh, if we don't uh, laugh, we'll cry at this point, right? Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, check all that stuff out. Uh, give me a follow on Twitter if if you you know if anything I said if my Aaron Rodgers conspiracy made you I pull your hair it. out, um, let me it. know. <laughs> let me know. It's, uh, I look forward to hearing from everybody. Yes, every everybody go check out Dan. Seriously, his his shows are they're they're really well thought out. They're funny. The fucking A podcast is a blast, but it's not it's not it's not ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's 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 it it's laughing at 
in a logical way. I don't, I don't know how else to explain it. It's you're pretty just cool. joining. You're joining me and my old college roommate as we read as we read news and laugh and yeah. and you know ten ten eleven years of friendship uh, being recorded every week. I guess is what it could be boiled down to. Yeah, it's great. So that's it. Follow me on Twitter, everybody. It's great. Dan, thanks for coming on. Everybody, you know, Jeff needs sports. Anywhere you get your podcast, appreciate your listening, appreciate your watching. Go check offtheballnetwork.com. Have a great week. Check out the power rankings. Check out the college football rankings that are coming out. Uh, we got a lot going on right now, and it's uh, things, things are heating up. So for me and Dan, have a great week, everybody, and go science. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> Throw the chain the, out. Go science. You're the best, Dan. <laughs>